Hello and welcome to season two. We're back. Of Let's Talk Knicks podcast. I'm Jason Talbot. With me, of course. I, I skipped the whole intro, man. I, I, I jumped ahead of myself. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA and sports. But I'm just so excited, man. I, I, feel, I feel like I did this episode 20 as well, the, the, the season ender. But as I said, I'm Jason Talbot. And with me, of course, none other than Marcus Chinqui. How the hell are you? Feels good to say it. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm feeling great, actually. We're back. It's been a long time. And uh, lot, lots has happened. Uh, lots going to happen. It's, yeah, it's, it's been... Uh, it's media day, baby. Yeah. How, how have you been? You know, some, some updates? Uh, I mean, outside of uh, basketball. Um, yeah, quite a big one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't want to talk about my, my jumper. Uh, yeah, got got married. Oh, yeah. uh, wearing, wearing the ring. Uh, it feels good, man. It was, a, it was a good day. We had a great time. Goes by quick. That's what everyone told me. It's going to go by like that. Like that. And uh, it really does. But it was, it was great. It was a good time. Uh, and now I'm just back, back to reality. You just, it, awesome. it happens, it's over, and then you're just back in it. Send you, sending out congratulations. Uh, wait, Thanks, can't wait man. to see, see the photos. We'll see what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got. There's a 12 week uh, waiting period on that. Which okay, it's a little, it's a bit much. It, but. Yeah, as we work in the field, so we're. I just want to be like, you know what? Send me all the raws. I'll take it. I'll take it from here. Give me a little discount, maybe. Uh, although I don't really want to sit through 2,000 photos. Uh, selecting, but but yeah, set, I think we set, got some. Set good them over. Ones. I'll pick your selects. I'll I'll take care. Yeah, of them. I'll clean them up. Yeah, you crushed the uh, the engagement photos. Uh, but yo, it was a really good day, and now I'm just I'm, I've been thinking about the podcast a lot. We've been we've been talking about it. We took a little break. We're back. Let's hoops talk next. I've been I've been itching to just talk some hoops. I feel like they're already uh, there's some preseason going on already over in China. In China, I think the Rockets. Yeah, they're ooh, Russ and Harden playing, or probably not. Yeah, Harden's out there. He's ooh. stepping back four steps. Oh god, launching yeah. fo- jumpers off of one foot. I saw something that they were gonna try to clean that up this year, but well, we'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> uh, but here we are. We're back. Let's talk next podcast. We made it a point. I think the whole summer. We really started to to talk about other things because I think we were just demoralized from the next season. We had some big moments. KP, uh, it was a roller coaster year, man. Uh, a lot the of drafts. You know? The KD, the Nets, uh, everyone who we thought we were getting, we did not get. Uh, minus maybe Julius Randle, but uh, we got to enjoy the Nets media day. <laughs> uh, a little while back, which was it was bad, right? Like it it made me angry. I was I mean, anytime Kyrie would talk or KD would talk, DeAndre having a blast. Like I want them to fail so <laughs> bad, and that's what I feel like they're not going to be that much better this year. And that's not it's not that's not talking Hayden being upset and sour grapes and all that stuff. Legitimately, I don't think they're going to be that good. It's like, look at how much of a difference did Kyrie make on the Celtics? And he's talking about, oh, I had some, some, some personal issues going on, and it didn't, you know, I wasn't in the right headspace to be a leader, but now I'm back, and I want, you know. But he said a couple of things that could, that could, yeah. could turn into an issue later. He's talking about how, you know, he's got to be a leader on the team, and he's got to... You know, if anything happens with KD, he wants he wants to be one hundred percent responsible for him. It's like he wants to be responsible for KD. KD wants it to be his team, and now you're saying stuff like this. I already see the friction coming. They're not going to be happy, and they're going to fail, and we'll all be a little bit happier for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of that thing too when guys get older in the NBA and then they start teaming up. How many times does that work? And that's that's a little bit of my 
concern even with the Lakers. I mean, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that and go through the season, but I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I don't know if it's all going to be uh, all good in, in Brooklyn. It, it just, it seems, and Katie's hurt. So any struggles, I mean, they're going to be under a microscope, the New York media. Uh, all eyes are more on them than the Knicks. I feel like they've kind of taken the spotlight with these moves. And if they're not performing, uh, they're going to get crushed pretty hard, I think. So, I mean, Mark Berman, he's ready to Daily News and New York Post. They're ready to come yeah. after him. But uh, that also could just be bitter Nick fans. So I think there's a lot of the bitter Nick fan um, part of this. All right. So let's talk New York Knicks media day today. Now, I only got to watch a little bit. Heard a little Steve Mills, who's as weird as ever. <laughs> uh, caught a few of the players, a little DSJ, a little Portis. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't know. I never know what to really take away from Media Day. I came you know? in midway through. I went back and watched the rest of it. I missed a couple of the guys in the middle, but yeah, you know, it's it's weird to to do like pay, put much into these interviews because you know they're all just they're getting asked the same questions. They haven't done anything yet. They haven't practiced or anything. But it's also the first time Steve Mills and. Steve Mills and the front office have spoken since yeah, free agency started. True. So everyone had the questions like, oh, did you think it was a successful offseason? And, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of BS their way through it. You know, like this this was a scenario we saw as a possibility. James Dolan was on board with it. He knew what we were trying to do. So Yeah, I did, I did catch that little soundbite of – like, why even go there? You know, you know, like, do you think Dolan is in their ear telling them to say something like that? Or hinting, like, kind of to make him look good? Like, this is... Because Dolan came like out and guy. said something along those lines of, like, this was all kind of part of the plan kind of thing. Or it's like... And they're still saying, like, oh, we had all these players that wanted to come to the Knicks. And, you know, we had free agents that were excited to come. Or they had, had they were interested in coming at one point. And now it's like, okay, well, then what happened? Who are these players that were interested? Because right. we didn't get any of the they didn't, They're not here. What, what, yeah, what was the... But then to their point, they're like, okay, well, we have guys that wanted to come. The t- guys are on, on the team now. They all had offers from other teams, and they decided they wanted to come you know, play some for Some of this. that is true. So I'm yeah. like, all right, you know, I'm okay. I, I, I get it. And, you know, all the talks about... Uh, you know, you can't really control which, which I agree to a degree is, you know, they said, well, we didn't have meetings with these guys and like free agency, there's only so much you can control. If like guys don't want to yeah. come and meet with you, what sure. are you going to do? You know, if they make up the, you're yeah. not in their heads, they make up their own minds and, and you move on. So we have, we've already dwelled on that long enough we have a squad yeah. <laughs> yes we have yeah we have the people that are on, that are actually on the team now so it's like okay so so really at the end of the day there's not much takeaway from media day i mean it's, it's nice to hear some of the players yeah, talk it was interesting I, to hear I, some of the players I, I heard uh as i said only a few but i enjoyed listening to some of the players talk um just because i want to like get an idea of where their head's at. And it was nice even hearing a guy like Bobby Portis talk and Dennis Smith, just cause Bobby Portis is the new crazy eyes of the team. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh dude. I, I, I love it. It's the I, creepiest looking thing. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I could take it seriously great. when he's on the court. Uh, yeah, it truly is great. And I'm, I'm getting excited for, for the Knicks this season. Um, a lot of changes. It feels like every year now it's just, Change after change after change, but you know I want, to, I want to give these guys a chance. I want to see Randall play. Uh, you know, you want to see the rook. You want to see the development of a lot of these players. So, and it was nice that like Julius Randall was the first one up there. So you know he's the big money guy. He's the big contract guy. And like, okay, so what is his takeaway from this? What's he looking forward to? And you know, he had he, he always said he said he's always wanted to play at MSG. Yeah, you know, I he, caught that clip too. He, uh, you he believe played, him? 
I mean, yeah. I mean, he played there. He's he referenced the first time they played there on Kobe's farewell tour. Yeah. And so it was like extra juice in the garden that night. So he's like, "Oh, this is awesome. This is exciting." If I ever get a chance to play here, I want to play here. So it was like, all right. He said all the right things. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure KP said that same thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he was coming to New York. That's, that's kind of the go-to. Yeah, you like, know, the, oh, I remember it's the, the energy, mecca, blah, blah, blah. It's you the know? energy. And, you know, he said all the right things. That was, that, <laughs> yeah. as you could tell, he knew how to respond to all these questions. But, yeah, the uh, like Marcus Morris, I like this guy a lot. Not just because it's the namesake, but... I think I feel like he's going to be a good piece on this team. I okay, it, you know, because he's he he reminds is me because his name is Marcus. That's Let's a, be honest. As I say, I, 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 I like play. I like the namesake. You know, you know someone <laughs> I can I can look up to. But I feel like he resembles a '90s Knicks type of player. You know, he's a you know just a rugged guy. He's a little crazy. Yeah. He you know he plays hard. Like he he. He harped on the fact that he's, you know, this team has a lot of dogs. And, of yeah. course, stupid reporters ask him, like, what is the definition of a dog? I'm like, he's like, what do you think? Like, why are you asking me stupid questions? But, you know, guys that just, you know, want to get after it. And he's like, you can't teach that to, to some guys. You know, you have to have it. And he's like, a lot of these guys just have that chip and they have that edge to them, yeah. which is good to hear. You know, he reminds me a little bit of Oakley. Just sure. in, like, the, the attitude and... And in the style of play, he's a tough, he's a tough he's dude, a tough guy. That's he plays what, tough. That's what, uh, that's what you need out there. And if he's writing that, that that's the type of players they have. Fizz said the same thing. Like they want to play a, a, like a quick pace style, but not be running constantly back and forth, like run people out of the gym, more sticky defense that turns into transition. That's how, that's how Fizz put it, that they want to play that type of quickness where, they get into guys and then they're off running, not just constantly running back and forth like the Rockets do or something like that. So it was, uh, you know, it was it was it was good to hear those guys. I didn't really hear much from yeah. that- Alfred Payton. RJ was kind. It was kind of weird to hear RJ because he's a kid. Like you hear him talk and he's just like a goofy yeah, little kid. Nineteen. Yeah, he's 19 just like young. He doesn't know how to use the microphone. He's like, oh, like, can you hear me? Should I talk to? Him? I don't know, but. He looks a little stronger than he did at uh, summer league. He's, you know, he just he just seems happy to be in the NBA, which is, which is nice. Yeah. But he's living out his dream. You know, I want to see him get his butt now. kicked in, the, in training camp. You know, he's got to he's got to go up against some of these guys that are bigger and stronger than you are. It's like, and he he made a point to this. Like everybody has talent now, so you got to go out there and you got to earn it. And you know they. I feel like he's. I feel like he's going to, and remains to be seen now. Like who, how the how is the roster going to shake out in terms of rotations? Yes, and that is a beautiful, you like that beautiful <laughs> segue to what we want to talk about. I'll use it up for you. Teamwork, which <laughs> which is the first assist of the season. Demarcus Chinquay. We have to figure out. As a team, and the Knicks do, not us, we're going to figure it out today. Who's our starters, backups, bench, and even just a 15-man roster because there's a lot of guys on this team, and this is going to be a pretty good discussion because I had trouble with this going through the line of like, I want to see everybody play, especially the young guys, but you also want to put a good team on the floor that could potentially win games. A lot of people, I'm hearing playoff talk, buzz. I... I mean, you got. I don't buy it. You got Jalen Rose. Buy it at all. Jalen Rose is like the only guy who ever has I good mean, things to say about. If the everyone Knicks. stays <laughs> healthy in a perfect world, I mean, how many times do you put a team together that's so new with so many new players, uh, especially this year, and then they're going to make the playoffs? Although the East, I still say, is garbage. So anything is possible. It's possible, you know. But let's get right into who we want to see as starters now. I expect the Knicks, as they do with this kind of team, it's going to change through the course of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if there's 20 different starting lineups by the end of the year. See, and like, I, It really could be that many. I hate that so much. Injury, and injuries like, plays a part of it, but it's also 
the Knicks are going to figure out who they are as a team. Like that's, that's just how it's going to be. But game one, everybody's healthy. Who's your top five? Who do you want to see on the court? Okay. So I feel like the, the biggest competition I think we all know is going to be at the point guard spot. Cause you got, you got Dennis Smith. Maybe you got, I, you I, got Frank, you got Alfred Payton. So it's a, and two of those guys are used to starting. So it's like, who's going to get it. There's who? Oh, Alfred. Yeah. Who I wouldn't I mind. His name is Alfred, by the way. Can we, can we just like <laughs> talk about that for a second? That's, that's Do you a, know that's any Alfred? That's an old school. It's like an yeah. old school black kid's name. It's awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, why don't we do this? Why don't give me your five? Mm. I'll give you my five, and then we'll talk amongst ourselves. Okay. Let me actually, happy Russia Shana. <laughs> happy New Year, Shana everybody. Toba. So I'll start. I'll start at the five. <laughs> I'm a little more comfortable starting that way. So I like Mitchell Robinson at the five. Okay. Julius at the four. Okay. Morris at the three. I knew you were going to go there. Okay. And. Oh, do I? Do, I mean, RJ at the two. And, Come on, man. Okay. And. Dennis at the one. I'll go Dennis Smith. Yeah, Dennis Smith at the one. Yeah, of course. Okay. As, as the starters. So I'm in line with Dennis, Randall, and Mitch. I think Randall is the obvious one who has to be there. I think Dennis Smith Jr. is pretty obvious that he is your starting one. He's the one everyone's hyped about. He's the guy, ultimately, that we got in the trade for KP with picks. Like He was the guy that New York Knicks fans are really high on and people want to see a lot of. Uh, I think Peyton's a nice backup. I was between Knox and Morris at the three as well. I ultimately went Knox... Because I'm putting Frank at the two. (laughs) And the reason is RJ Barrett is 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Kevin Knox has a year under his belt. And if I got a team of Dennis Smith, and and this is why if you're going to play Morris at the three, I could see the RJ because I think you need that defensive presence, some maturity there. But that's why I like Knox and Frank is because I want young guys. I'm we're all talking about development. We want to see the Knicks develop. Putting a 30-year-old Marcus Morris at the three, who, by the way, I like, too, his toughness. And I like what you said about he's New York. Reminds me of an old-school Nick. But this is a new-school league. And I'm watching Marcus Morris highlights. He's, he's an average, good, a guy you could put in there, and he's going to get his job done. He's a little slow. He kind of He almost looks like, I don't want to say a poor man's mellow. <laughs> of just like how he moves offensively, uh, but yeah, but yeah, he's, I he's like not Morris. Out, he's not out there to. And, and I I agree with you. I think they're going to put Morris out there as the three. But I got Mitch holding it down in the center. And if I could put Frank at the two, also defense with Dennis Knox and Randall, I like those three guys are big offensive players. And then you got Frank and Mitch's defense. I just think it's a well rounded starting lineup and it allows RJ Barrett to come off the bench because I don't, I don't think he's ready to start and he might prove me wrong. And if you do put RJ at the two and he earns that two spot, then I actually would agree with you. I do like Morris out there instead of Knox, because I think to your point too, the Knicks want to play smart basketball. They want to play defense and get the ball out and go you got to get guys who can play defense to begin with. RJ, I think, is going to be a real liability on defense. Dennis Smith is not really known for his defense. Uh, Mitch is kind of the guy holding it down. Uh, as a so, team, yeah, so you put, I'm really worried about the Knicks' defense just in general. And that that may be Frank's saving grace is that he's a defensive, you know, he's a defensive guy. He's yep. defense first. But so you have so surround him with more offense. If you would have him, you'd have him, Morris, and and uh, Mitch as your. Well, I have Frank and Knox. I put Knox. Oh yeah, 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 Knox. Yeah, so the the that's why I kind of agree with your RJ Morris combo and my Frank Knox. I think 
your starting lineup is probably more likely to start the season. Uh, but I am curious. Do you think Fizdale's the type of guy who's going to put RJ out there to start the season? Uh, yeah, because he did it with Kevin Knox too, and yeah, and RJ's but a is more RJ accomplished earned? player than Kevin Knox was coming out. Knox. So yeah. and plus, I think to that point, RJ's got more vet surroundings this time than Knox had last year. So sure. and he's got better players. Right on. They 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 talked about that a lot at uh, in their press conferences that they have just better players this year than they did last year. They do. So they're, they're throwing RJ into. They only that. won seventeen games last year, so it's, it's not yeah, saying yeah, much. Uh, they could have an eighteen team, but yeah, <laughs> it should it should be better than that. But so just, in terms uh, of talent, they got more. They got better guys around them. So is is uh. You know, I could see, I could see that's that's the toss up is the is the Knox and Morris to me, and uh, Frank versus RJ. It's uh, just, but would you agree? Do you hear what I'm saying with the the Morris? Like we're trying to develop players. That's the, all the Knicks are preaching: developing young players, getting them out there, but also trying to win games. Like, do you really want to see Marcus Morris? I mean, how many minutes? I, I guess in a sense I shouldn't be too hung up on the starting lineup too because they could start Marcus Morris and pull him out in three yeah, minutes. I like mean, the Knicks are that deep that they don't have to. They could pull uh what was that guy Corey Brewer that played exactly yeah. like the first three minutes of every right. game and then was gone. Um, so I I mean I think that lineup. I guess my starting lineup I think is the best lineup that the Knicks could put out there. and i have i have no issues with your with your lineup i just don't well you have a little bit of issue i got i got a little bit of issue with frank and, and yeah. i wanted to prove me wrong i keep saying i say yeah. it each time each year he's, he's balling out with the french team w- he's looking good i want to see him. french toast <laughs> <laughs> i want i, I want to see him healthy and actually show us you know what he can do because yeah every year he gets hurt and yeah. you want to see him grow, and everyone's hyped on, like, oh, he could do this. He's an elite defender. You tell me that every year. I mean, it's defense. It's defense. But, yeah, defense, but he doesn't maybe. play. So He didn't play last year. That was tough. But, he, hey, he was guarding Kemba Walker uh, for the national team. Shut him down. Got nothing but praise uh, all offseason. You want to see it translate into the NBA game. And I, I have big things for Frank. I, I'm, you know, been, I, I can't been, say enough about the kid. You've been waiting I, I, on it. I, I don't think he's going to be the next, you know, Bruce Bowen or I, I don't, I'm trying to think of a guy who I can compare him to. Uh, Rick Fox or who did they say he was He was kind of like coming out? Uh, I can't remember. But I just think Frank oh, what's that guy's name? is a good, good role player and a Knicks team that I think Ron is, Harper? a Knicks team that I think really struggles on the defensive side of the ball um, needs a guy like Frank to be good. And even when I look at the backups, like my backup list, Alfred Payton at the one Trier, I want Zoe getting in there. Like defensively, he's such a liability, but I want him out there. He's got to be RJ, RJ Barrett would be in my case coming off the bench. Um, then I kind of have Morris also, but I, I actually wrote down Morris slash Dotson because Damian Dotson, it all depends on your matchups, who you're playing. You want to go small ball, get Dotson in there. I'm not, I'm not big on getting Morris playing time. I don't, I don't really care too much about Marcus Morris. <laughs> I, a 30-year-old guy in a team that's developing young guys, like I'm not – I think he's a good player, but I don't want to give him too much playing time because I want to see young guys in there. Um and I think a big surprise. I'm high on Bobby Portis, man. I like him. You like, you like I don't want Todd, Taj Gibson out there. I want him riding pine. I, think, I don't think Maybe he's going to be out there. Guy. He's going to be a locker room guy. Yeah. I hope so, man. How long uh, has he been in the league? Ten years? Yeah. yeah it's... If the Knicks got injuries and you got to play a big man, sure. But I, I, I could even see Portis earning his way to a starting spot with Mitch coming off the bench. I mean, but you know, you know who I love coming off the bench. Is Lance Thomas long? Is he? <laughs> He's on the Nets. Oh man, who do, you, that hurts. who do you like coming off the bench? Iggy, man. Uh, See, I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that 
is going to earn his minutes and come like Thanksgiving, he's going to ha- he's going to have at least one one of those games, yeah. one of those breakout games cuz you see the way he plays, play, kid plays hard, man. With a lot of heart. You know, and he he's got so, he's got a jumper. He's he knows how to cut. He's quick, but he's a, he's got a body of he balled it, out. Man. Yeah, he's ready to go. He was better than he was better than uh, RJ. Yeah, so the, that's another another second rounder. You know, they play with a chip on their shoulder. Comes from Michigan, good program, and you know he, he plays hard. They, they loved him there, and I feel like the city's ready to ready to embrace him. Yeah? So so let me ask you this: because remember, we also got Reggie Bullock on the team. Yeah, but he's not going to play. Gibson, Noah Vonleh still on the team. Is he really? Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah. Sure is. No, he's not. I'm looking, Noah? I'm looking at the roster. No, he's long gone. Huh? ESPN. Uh, ESP- is ESPN wrong? ESPN still has Porzingis on the team. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. No, I'm, I'm looking. Um, eh, no. I'd like to say you're absolutely right. Noah Vonley is no longer he, He's not there. They would have actually had, uh, they would have had to pay him. So, But, but uh, just so we can remind ourselves, the Knicks are still paying Joakim Noah. <laughs> um. So, so let me ask you this, though, because I knew I, – I, I've known you a long time, Marcus. <laughs> I know what you're up to. Brasdakis, how is he going to play if everyone is healthy? Are we – are the Knicks going to have a 12-man rotation? And that's, you know – Or, or like, or are, you, are you benching – is Dotson not playing? Is – well, Trier, Pate. I mean, this. I'll say this. This is why even going back in the backcourt, like Dennis Smith Jr. and Alfred Payton, to me, are the two point guards. To me, Frank is still not a point guard. No. He is he is a guard, but I want him to play more of a shooting guard. I don't, like, in certain scenarios, yeah, maybe he can handle the ball if you need to get those guys rest. But primarily, I want Frank on the court with either Dennis Smith or Payton. Um and you look at all the guards. I mean, Bresdikas, he could kind of play between the two to four, even sometimes if you go small. I mean, he's a big, you he's got, a big boy. He's yeah, you know. But you also can, got you got Portis, you got you got Morris, you got Randall, you got Mitch, um, and you still even have Gibson there. So I think he and and Reggie is is Reggie getting playing time? Like, no, I'm he's a got afraid he's got that back Iggy, surgery. He's not playing. So he's I'm he's a little out. Afraid Iggy is not. There's going to be a lot of DNPs. So here's what's going to happen. We already know Bullock is out. He's not playing for the foreseeable sure. future. Dotson is hurt too. He may play. He's probably. I don't think he's going to play preseason at all. So that's two that are out. Taj Gibson's not going to play. And then I feel like you have. Well, Dotson. I mean, Dotson is still going to be on the roster for the year, and he's going he's to on the roster. He's yeah, play. he's going to play. But yeah. You know. Start to start the season. And you know Fizz likes Dotson. I like him, you know, I like him a lot, Dotson. too. You like Dotson, too. I like that yeah. student form. It looks beautiful. So it's But Iggy's definitely that, between. He's, he's, a, th- he's a three or a four. That's, that's, yeah. that's where you throw him in. He, he's the 12th man on the roster in the rotation. But I feel like he's going to be the guy that's going to earn minutes over a possibly over, who? Possibly that, over uh, a Marcus Morris. Maybe. Because you know, that's what we're talking. He's the young. He's the younger. He's the younger guy. He's it's just man. That motor man. I was just watching those highlights. This yeah. kid. He's one hundred. How many minutes do you want him playing? I'll give him like twelve yeah. to fifteen minutes. You know, and and if he's if he's putting in the work and he's out hustling these guys, you can't not play. Him. Yeah. So I could see him on that in that second in that second unit with uh oh put him say say it's your. Your lineup, but say you put him on the second unit with RJ out there. They got a little. They got a. They got some synergy there. Yeah. Both Canadians. They're ready. They played together before. Put them out there sure. together with a cup with a with an Alfred yeah. Payton with and, uh, Bobby Portis. Uh, I'm still trying to think who our backup five is because I guess Portis. It's, I guess it's Portis. Portis but it'll be Portis. It's Portis and Gibson. He's still a small. He's still a pretty small and, guy. And this is the thing with the Knicks. This is like what I just worry about is that Fizz. I feel like Gibson's going to get playing time right off the bat coming in for Mitch or whoever. I just what I saw last year. 
he moves, he plays a lot of people and he wants to get the vets in there. And then, I mean, I feel like the young guys started to just play towards the end because we kind of gave up and like nothing mattered, but now he's talking about winning games. And I think Bresdakis is going to get playing time when people get hurt and he needs to get in the rotation and then he'll start playing well. And then the guys will start coming back and then we're going to be scratching our heads. Like, what do we do? And if he has one bad game or starts playing bad, then he gets back on the bench. It's going to be like, it's going to be a little frustrating. And we're going to, we're going to be watching Taj out there and we're going to be watching Morris out there. And we're just going to want to see these young guys more. And Um, and and what I don't, what I don't want to happen, which is like, you know, and I know Fizz is going to do it is, is like you said, he's going to play a lot of guys. And I was like, you got to just have a 10 man rotation and just stick to it until, you know, someone gets hurt. And, it, and, and that's the thing in a 10 man rotation, your boy Iggy is not playing. I think he's getting in there. But then, so you're saying, so don't play like, who are you not going to play? Though? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not the coach. I don't know. Morris. I'm just asking for favors. Yeah. I'm not the coach. Yeah. I just uh I'm just talking crazy. I'm, I'm I'm wishing here. I know. But I'm with you. This is why it, this was so hard cuz I'm just like we got so excited about Iggy. I just I love that guy's energy and that you're thinking like, "Oh, well we got a lot of guys in that kind of like Can I do a sidetrack real three, quick? 4 range. Yeah, absolutely. Did you so, know that the Adams family <laughs> is 2Ds in Adams? I only know that now because Last time I was at the movies, they had the. Uh, I just like, saw, I saw I the commercial it. just now for the animated one. I was like, so it's yeah. very pronounced, and oh, I never really noticed a... that it's two Ds. That was a real left turn. Yeah, I, I got uh, the TV on, and I'm just like, oh, you watching? <laughs> I was like watching was like, a movie what? while doing the cast. Yeah. You watching Eddie? Uh, I'm watching The Office. Oh, beautiful! Toby's return. Um, sorry, oh, I got man, to get that because that was, that was, like, it, that was it, perfect. It shocked my eyes for a second. Um, all right. So <laughs> I feel like we're, we're, we're sharing the same sentiment, uh, about the Knicks going into this season. I think we both expect, yeah, a lot of lineup changes and starters. That's what I'm it's it's so going to mix up. I, I remember, but you remember back in the day where it was like, you know, teams had just that starting five. You always knew who was going to be in that starting five. Didn't matter who yeah. they were playing. Didn't matter about matchups or anything. It was good teams. five guys. Yeah, good teams have that. And, yeah, we, we <laughs> haven't had that. And I remember with Fisher playing every single night. It was oh, like man. we went through, like, 26 straight games of different lineups. And, like, we can't – like, you can't do that. Like, that's not how you build a team and how you build – you know, camaraderie against the units. Like they got to get used to each other. They got to play with each other. And when you keep switching the lineup up, it just, you know, it it drives me nuts. And the thing is, I think we got to get used to this for a little bit because again, you have all these players that we just signed on two year contracts with the, the second year with a team option. And I think the Knicks have a plan. If they can't get anyone else or can't make certain moves, they're going to drop a lot of these guys. Uh, Julius Randle, even, I, I believe, is 30 years a team option. He's um, the only one on a, that has the extra year. Yeah. And I guess it's good that it's a team option. I like that. But but then it's you also. You're paying a lot of Bobby Portis 15 too. mil. Huh? You know what makes a playing Bobby Portis? They're paying him 15 mil. That dude's going to play. And I wouldn't be surprised if Bobby Portis earns a starting spot and Mitch off the bench, which, once again, if he earns that, I like that. Mitch, he's a young guy. It was hard for me even to say, well, I want Knox in the starting lineup because he's so young. But I think you got to find that balance of older guys and young guys, even in your starting lineup, because you are building a young team. And I thought about it for a while, and at the end of the day, just Marcus Morris, a starting lineup, it's just, I'm just like, why? Like, why Why would you do that? I, I can't. I don't want that. You want, I'd rather watch Knox struggle for a little I put bit. Him in, I put him out. in there or, because you want some. some or put an RJ in or something. That's what, put an Iggy. Get Iggy in there. <laughs> I don't care. You're just going to uh, hate on the market. But I get that from Randall. <laughs> Randall, to me, is now the leader of this team. Yeah. And you could 100%. tell the little bit I caught of Media Day. Everyone, the way they talk about Randall seems to me like they finally they have a guy to rally around as a leader. Um, and I hope Dennis Smith, you know, I'm not that big on him. I, I, I I'm not a believer not a yet, fan, 
but I hope I'm I'm rooting for him, and I hope he can become a leader for this team also because I was watching highlights and that kid's really good around the basket. He's crazy athletic, but I want to see some defense and I want to. I think this year he. I want to see that IQ on the court. He I makes a leap that. this year. I think he. I hope so. He makes a leap because, I mean, if his jumper's as good as you know some people are saying it's gotten, you know, it's not going to be great, but you can, you know, it's becomes a more reliable shot, then that's going to that's gonna take him to another level because you already know he can get to the basket whenever he wants yeah. to. And if he can hit that open jumper, then, you know, what did Jordan say? The limits, the ceiling or whatever. <laughs> that weird thing. <laughs> did he? <laughs> the, uh, so that's actually, I, I mean, this might answer that question, but I was going to ask you which player on the Knicks who – was a Nick last year? Do you see making the biggest jump from last year? Would it be Dennis Smith? I want to. I want to say it's it's Dennis Smith. I know you want it to be, but do you think it will be? I mean, between I think he will make a giant leap, but I also think uh, Mitchell Robinson's gonna be a lot better than he was last year because now he actually knows how to play basketball or he knows better how to play basketball now than he did before. So he can only get better. Yeah. So that's my, I I'm kind of with you on the Dennis Smith of that. Like I want him to make the biggest jump and I really hope that my answer is wrong and I hope it is him. Um, I know. I also (laughs) wanted to say Mitch, but I I think Mitch was so good last year. Like, Mitch balled out, and I think he's going to be better. But as far as the biggest jump, my boy, Just Frank. Say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has to be. The guy barely played. Uh, he's working on that jumper. Uh, and, I, and I'm putting him in my starting lineup. So if he becomes a frequent starter for the New York Knicks, then he, in fact, did make the biggest jump. I mean, jump. He's got, it, it's got to happen this year. If yeah. he like he's got to show something because it's just you know it's been what is this going to be his third it's season? His third year. It's his third year. He's twenty one. Yeah, but that's when these guys start to show Playing something. For the national you know? team. He, I, I, dude, he showed a. I, this is the thing. I don't. I don't know why Nick fans forget that Frank showed a lot his rookie year, and people were high on him for his defense, and they were hard on him for his offense. It was terrible. Then last year. The Knicks offense was so bad, and he was trying to – the games he did play, he was trying to go, like, one-on-one. I don't know what he was doing. He just – it was bad. It was really bad. And I think him getting hurt might actually have been the best thing for him, where he can just take a seat. The Knicks now have kind of put a roster together, and I'd love to see him get the opportunity to play with Julius Randle and some uh, uh, somewhat of a supporting cast. And I think we already saw a little bit with the French team. He was putting up numbers, everyone praising him, and uh, I think he can bring it into this year. Getting a little bigger, putting on some muscle. Um, he's still. I want to really see him grow. Beard right, I, don't, I gotta stop. Okay, I'll, I'll stop talking about how much I love Frank. I should just get a jersey. Man. I was gonna say, how come you don't have a, um, a Frank T-shirt? Already? I just, I love this guy. I'm still, I still got my Zingas T-shirt that I'm. Ugh. Yeah, I gotta get in. I gotta get some new apparel this season. I don't know who I want to get. That. Maybe I get a Daniel Jones. I think I. <laughs> He's got, he wears yeah. my lucky number, number eight, man. Oh, um, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, baby. What a nickname. <laughs> um, okay, so the only other. Well, the other question I was going to ask you, too, was which player would you say has the most pressure on them? Of all the Knicks? Uh, probably. The most pressure? Hmm. I mean, do any of them really have a lot? Because there's no, like, the expectations are See, so low. <laughs> that Between the two, I was between Dennis Smith and RJ. I mean, I think expectations are still pretty high for RJ. RJ is to, probably to the something. one I would have said, too. Yeah, because, I mean, being the number three pick yeah. is a lot of weight. And if you're a bust, New York crowd's going to let you hear about yeah. it. Like, people were jazzed for him like pumped to get this kid yeah. and he's excited to be there too but if he turns out like oh well he really can't shoot or he really can't play defense 
he's gonna hear about it. And yeah, I can't, can't that, that first that first stinker of a game, back page of the post. What's it gonna say? Yeah. Oof. Give me give me a good one. Yeah, I know you got one. <laughs> Man, I I I wish I had one prepared. Hold on, let me give me a second here. Uh, RJ, are you kidding me? <laughs> How about that? Are you? You gotta you gotta write out the letters there. Are you kidding me? All right. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. For right? the moment, that's pretty good. We gotta send, yeah, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta send that. You really caught me off guard with that one. Usually, Make a, I need I need your list next time of Ooh. of uh, New York I, Post headlines. When, when Oakley got uh, thrown out and got arrested, uh, I, I guess you that called was it, on the nose. I? Charles is charged. Oh man, Charles is like, charged. I, I felt it. Oh man. The post, they go there, man. They <laughs> just they have a meeting of like, okay, what's the worst headline we could possibly put? It's like, oh yeah, okay, we're gonna go with that one. Charles is George. <laughs> oh man, oh, um, man that's good. Yeah, I think th- as a whole, then I think the Knicks. I mean, if anyone's on the I mean, most pressure, maybe it's on a. Pl- I'd, is it I Fizz? I was gonna say Fizz. Yeah, yeah, Fizzdale. I I kind of agree with that. Yeah, because you know, like you come in first year, nobody expected you to win. It was a tanking year. You were expecting things in free agency. Okay, now we've put together a team for you. What are you going to do? And everyone's like, oh, well, he's, you know, he's a player's coach and all the guys like him, but that doesn't translate to wins, you know? You got to be able to put a product on the floor and show them how to win. Like, there's all these young guys. There's more than just uh, hanging out together and going to movies. You got to, you know, Gotta win some ball games. Gotta get a little pep in that W's. step and crack that whip, man. It's like the uh, it's funny because no matter even the last nineteen years of the Knicks of all the two thousands, every year going into the season, the media and Knicks fans somehow put it together where the Knicks are gonna possibly make the playoffs. <laughs> it's been every year they're always oh they're gonna make the playoffs this year, and. Even last year. It's happened twice. <laughs> and people keep, and they win 70. It's like, how in God's name do you think the Knicks were going to make the playoffs last year? Now, you came out with a, you were playing off the bold prediction of the Knicks making the playoffs. And it was a bold, it's a bold prediction. Yep. <laughs> it was bold. You went there. Um, and that was also with, you I know, just, assuming yeah. KP comes back. And there was a, there were some, there were some other variables last year. This year, yeah, I got it. I mean, I'm feeding right into it, but <laughs> I had I had a feeling like go. a week Here and a half, go. two weeks ago. I was like, you know what? Maybe this team could actually be pretty good. You know, like there's a good assortment of yeah. players on this squad, so, yeah, that know how to play the game at least, yeah, and a good mix of vets and young guys. Maybe if they so let's they hit a good stride. Let's just get into it, Marcus. Yeah. Nick's regular season record. Uh, what do you think? I'll give. A, should I be bold? I'm gonna. Be, that's what we do. No, I want we, you to give. I want to give your honest thought of with this team taking a. You know, there's gonna there's gonna be some injuries, like things. The way you can't predict everything the way it goes, but assuming that you know Randall will play over seventy games. Dennis Smith, you know, the, the guys are out there. They, the, the Knicks put out a team like they have. Nice rotation. Sometimes Iggy gets in. Sometimes he doesn't. So Taj plays a little. You got Portis. I mean, everybody's playing. Frank, maybe he's in the starting lineup. So, Makes it to the all-star game. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. So let's say all things They positive. just play a season. Knock on wood. No, no major. I mean, there could be some major injuries. A little knick-knack here or there. But I, I would say the core, you need a guy like Dennis Smith and you need Julius Randle always out there. Say the like, say no the core major, guys play 70 games, 65, games. 70 games. I will give this team 38 wins. <laughs> and that's what I just said. Okay. That's the number okay. that came to my head, and I'm sticking to it. Um, I'm going to go with 29. 29? That's even a lot. I, I, I'm actually like really feeling more like 27. What was Vegas giving them, what, 20, 25, 26? 
Let's see. Let's type it in. Oh, wait. Hold on. Can you hear me typing? We should have had this ready. 26 and a half. So actually, yeah, 27, right. I'm about 27. So? 20, yeah. I'll get yep, 38. Vegas. And I'm giving, okay. and I'm giving I, the Nets 42. <laughs> the Nets. They're barely going to be better than the Knicks are. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say the net. Well, let's see, eighty-two game, forty to finish, forty-two and forty. Yeah, winning record. I could even say 43, 43 39, 42. I like that. And say I'm, I'm, and I'm say the there. Knicks could squeak it. The Knicks will probably be like yeah. a ten, like ten seed, maybe behind I, behind uh, like Detroit. I think the problem with the Knicks is going to be defense. At the end of the day. I like Mitchell Robinson can play defense. Uh, I mean, from what I can tell, you know, guys like Morris and Julius, like, okay, I love, yeah, obviously, Frank. But that's where being a young team hurts you the most. Guys like Knox, RJ, uh, Trier, I mean, these guys really struggle on the defensive end, and I don't see much of a jump. So even in a weak Eastern Conference, unfortunately – I think I think they just need another it's like another year. Like they really if they stay on this track can improve uh each year. I just um you know, as I said, I like I like Bobby Portis a lot. I mentioned his name a lot, but yeah, you love Portis. How far how far is he going to get you? Like his style of play, like he's just a he's a good backup or potentially I like him and Mitch as big men. I like that. I like the young talent, but I don't know if it's going to tr- translate into into that many wins, but thirty-eight. I'm, you know, I okay. I, I, I say some crazy things sometimes, but yeah, when a number pops it's into my weird. head, I just yeah. go for it. That's how I, that's how I got on the Price well, is Right, man. I had one well, number in my head, <laughs> spit it out there. I, I, I was within thirty-eight dollars of it. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we land somewhere in the middle, even that like thirty-two, low thirties range. Um, I mean, over thirty wins then, is considered a win, yeah, but I. Yeah. I think they're going to be in that 20s. I, I think it's going to be really hard for them to get in the 30s, but we'll see. I, I mean, I really like the Knicks picking up Randall, too, because I think he can dominate the East in that position. So, Because mm-hmm. it's like, who could check? Like, you have him and a guy like Mitch who doesn't have to have the ball. Like, he's never going to have the ball in his hands. Right. He's just there to back you up. And that's what you. That's a guy like Randall needs yeah. that. To just have a big body for rebounds yeah. and to just you know pick and rolls and stuff like that, and then he plays he's lefty so he plays on the other side yeah. of the court too so that's gonna throw some people and RJ's a lefty yeah it's you know that's a, little, a lot of lefties. that's a wrinkle a lot of we were talking about that during summer league we, a, yeah, lot of a lot of lefties I like and that. it's a, it's it um, throws teams off because very rarely do you have more than one playing at the same time so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they factor that and, in. And a big factor, too, I think, is the Knicks have to figure out how to win games and who is the guy that's going to have the ball in their hands at the end of the game. You know, most successful teams still, even if they play more team ball, there is like one guy that you usually at least want to have the ball in their hands. And is it, I have a feeling it's probably going to be like Dennis Smith because he's a guy who's quick off the ball and can move and. Or you set a play up for Randall down low. I mean, I, that's the thing. I could see it like changing game to game. Like who has the hot hand, and that's where like that pressure on Fizdale of like getting too cute or like like you were saying before, like having that set starting lineup and having that identity. Are the Knicks there yet? I I don't think they are yet. I think they're still trying to figure it out, um, and it shows by all their two year contracts and these young guys, people. Ready to run people out of town. Like, you know, we want RJ to be the guy one day, I think. Uh, but he's 19, so I, it, there's a lot of ifs. See, and that's a, that's many a good ifs. question. I knew, I wasn't even thinking about that, of, like, who is the closer? And yeah. I – yeah, that – I don't – I mean, I would guess it would be Julius Randle, but – But you can't give the ball to Julius Randle at the top of the key at the end of the game or something like – you kind of have to put him in a situation, I guess. I mean, he he'd play yeah. that that mellow ISO uh, play, you know. Don't say don't say the M word. I just you know it was it was funny. <laughs> they so, during the media day they were like like oh well what do you think about Carmelo and 
you know, he's, do you think he still has a place in this league? And they're kind of like teeing it up for them to say, Oh, we'd like love to bring him by. Like they had him and Lance yeah, Thomas. Yeah, they talked yeah. about just like coming to practice with the guys. And they're just like, <laughs> Oh yeah, we wish him the best. I was just like, wow. <laughs> All right. But my lone takeaway from media day is there's this one guy who asked every single player how they feel about ice baths. And I just... Oh, yeah, so weird. I don't get it. Like, does he sell them or something? Like, why does he keep asking them about these ice baths? And they all kind of look at him like, like I don't know. It's like, so who first got you into taking the ice baths for recovery? And like, I I don't know. Like, why, why, why are you asking me this? It was so bizarre. And I'm like, why do you guys keep choosing him to ask this question? You know what he's going to ask them. He asked everyone the same question about the ice baths. <laughs> It's just like stop we asking them about. We might have to look into that. That's it's so weird, and I couldn't get his strange. name. I kind of want to find out who he is, and why he was there asking about yeah. these ice baths. Can we please look into that more? Because that's a little creepy. It's man. so strange, and and I get like you know the cryo thing is big, and you know A B with the feet, and oh, man, you gotta be in there. But no, it's the ice baths. Not even a wine bath. Get Amaria there. <laughs> oh man, dude, the wine. That's bath. what he should be asking about. That's full. That's did yeah, he get picked 110%. up? Did he get picked up by a team yet? No, it's we do a whole Amari episode. Jerusalem still, right? Yeah, I thought he was trying to make a NBA comeback though. Yeah, I don't or, think uh, anybody got him. They took uh, yeah, stuff. Joe Johnson is the one that got picked up. Yeah, forget Taj Gibson. Give me some stat. Oh, stat. Put right stat out there with uh, with Julius Randle. Woo! That's. That's a front court, man. <laughs> I'll have the jersey ready to go. Uh, um, it's been good to talk to Knicks, man. It's it's been too long. Uh, this this was good. This was a good exercise. It's, it's getting me ready for the season. Uh, we still got quite a bit of time. First I preseason game is actually next Monday. I didn't even realize that a week from today. So we'll. Yeah. I'll oh, that's good. Oh, take pre-season. take a peek. I'll, I'll have it I on. Love, I love preseason. I can't wait. <laughs> I like it better uh, than M- than NFL preseason. Yeah, they're both pretty pretty bad. Um, yeah, NBA a little bit better because at least you get to like see some guys. They're already hyping up. Uh, we play New Orleans in the preseason. Yeah, so I'm like, that. okay, RJ and and Zion play ten minutes, and then <laughs> I'll go get get a slice of pizza. Um. All right, man. Nick stuff. Now, this was an all Nick's episode. Felt really good. But I got to ask you, you got any, anything else on your mind? Uh, we'll close it out. Uh, any, any. Oh, God. I mean, I can... big, big life things. The stove. Tell me the stove is working. So, okay. People haven't forgotten about the stove. Here's, here's, here's where we are with that. If you want an update. <laughs> yes. So there is currently a threatening legal letter. Sent to the landlord, telling him from you, from me, approved by by an attorney, saying go ahead and send this, that I will either not be paying rent for the next three or four months, or they are paying me back the money from when I was living in this gas filled apartment for four months. Wow. Not messing around anymore. I waited a little too long. I like that. I uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Have my last doctor follow up, make sure I'm I'm in the clear, okay. and got you know some legal advice. And so we're going to wait. I gave them an October first deadline. So next episode, I'll I'll have oh, I'll have an update. That's tomorrow. That's in a couple hours. Yeah, he did, he needed the high holidays to to regroup. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. You got to give him give him till October second, end of the week. So I was like, all right, I'll give you. I'm not I'm not sending the the, the rent check tomorrow. So I'm just just holding on to it. Just got to stand okay. firm. Wow. The lawyers were like, the foot- it's better to play. It's better to play defense than to play offense in this situation. So the defense hmm. being just don't pay the rent because if they want to, if they want to force some legal action on you, let them do oh, it because I, you're most likely going to win that case. So just I love that. Let them that's do how it. you win games. I hope Fizz is listening right now because yeah. that's how you win games. Play defense, man. Come out on top. Um, and Wow. Yeah. I, I love that. Okay. Yeah, so that good. was a big development over the last like, couple of days. Uh, but the stove is fixed. Everything's good. Yeah, made some fish. Made a little salmon on there. Oh, nice salmon. Got to go salmon. Couple of oh man, I if we had some time, I would tell this story of a terrible date that I went on. 
oh, God. the other day. Yes. But <laughs> let's say, yeah. Um, I love that. I'll. You always have. You always have good ones. Oh, this is by or far <laughs> the craziest scenario I've ever been involved in. And if she listens, she knows who That's she is. That's fine. Wow, I love that. Good. But it was. I've never. I'll say this. I've never been more happy to never <laughs> speak to a person again. Oh. I'll, I'll put it that way. I love that. Ah, uh, see, not ma- a married life. Me you don't have to worry now about I'm done. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I go on. Yeah, one date for the rest of my life. Yeah, you're in. You're in good hands. Um, you know, we talk a lot of. I only got one thing. It's kind of. It's just. You know when you watch a new show and it's just like it's with you and I kind of mentioned it to you. Um, we're twenty four fans. Uh. You got me into it and I thank you for it uh, all the time. It's not even. It's hard to describe twenty four if you've never watched it because it's like not even that great, but, but it, it is, is that great. <laughs> I was watching and once you're in a it, all of a sudden you're in like season four and you're like how. How am I here? How did I get here? You just can't stop. Uh, I think it was season was season five, the weird one, or was, six. Or six. Six is the six one is you is can the, just ignore yeah. and pretend. Weird. Like the happened. first half of season six is actually very good, and then it goes to a really weird place and gets incredibly uh, just all over the place. I don't know what's going on, but then it picks back up. Season. Then they retool season seven and just woo. Yeah, and then you got the short season where they came back, and I think they only did twelve episodes. The awesome. the London season, yeah. Well, they yeah. did season eight. That like ended it, and then they came back. For and then London they came back, for right? Only 12, yeah. Um, but I will say to any twenty four fans, if you haven't watched twenty four, go watch twenty four. Designated Survivor, on Netflix. It is. It's twenty four. <laughs> That's it without the clock. I feel like the music is the same. It's the same. The ridiculous music guys, is the same. same directors. Kiefer is the same character. In a sense, like kind of. he's getting there. He's like he's growing into that. He does all the same, like like the lip quiver <laughs> and the and the eyes. That's what's what's funny women. about it is yeah. that first episode where you're just like he's like kind of a like he's real nervous and he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And you're like, that's not Jack Bauer. Like he was so it's, like, oh, you're gonna hide me. I don't know if I want to be president. This is kind of uh, it's someone fantastic. help me. It it is. I just have these 24 flashbacks where I'm getting my my fix. And uh, Maggie Q. I just want to go back to uh, to those 24 days with Johnny Drama in the woods and Kim <laughs> Bauer. Uh, it just it, it, it brings up so many memories and it is truly uh, it's a show that's been around a while. This isn't like, you know, some big new. I thing, think it's but... done, though, after this last season that's on Netflix, season three. Oh, it's only three seasons. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's all I because it got canceled after two and then Netflix brought it back into the third brought one. It- because wasn't it a – it was a network show ABC, for the first yeah. two seasons? Yeah, you and you can kind of tell uh, that it was. That's why I was, like, confused because it says a Netflix original. But I'm like, ah, uh, it's a little – So I haven't watched so sure season three yet, but I hear that it's, you know, they get a little, you know, more cursing oh, and stuff like that. And they yeah. Can like that, which is great. I'd love to see but, Kiefer Sutherland just <laughs> let yeah. loose in the Oval Office. I give you my word. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Where's good. the bomb? <laughs> yeah. What is your primary it's getting, objective? Like it's getting there. Like you just see him as the president, uh, like building confidence, and it, it it's getting there. Uh, it's so good. which se- which but season are you in? Season I'm still in season one. Yeah, oh. I'm very early. There's like 23 episodes a season. Yeah, I didn't. Which I'm like, dude, just give me the full 24 <laughs> episodes. Like, don't like who are you trying to kid? Like, come on. I started. I I I'm in. I got like midway through season two. And then I stopped Ooh. watching because I moved and I lost all the episodes. And then I saw they're all on Hulu. Uh, okay. So now, then I was watching them there and then I just I forgot about it. So now it's back. Uh, Hear good but, things. Maybe I'll pick it up. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it this I weekend. Need, I, need the, uh, I need the Knicks this year to have that, that Jack Bauer attitude. I, they, they should, them a, that should be like a, a little team, <laughs> a team exercise. Everyone get together. Just kind of little little popcorn. Little uh, 24 Maybe some Skittles, some Twizzlers, whatever, whatever you guys want. It's good bonding. It's good, good team building. Yeah. Uh, oh man. 
It's good. We should do a. I got some. I got some ideas. We'll, <laughs> we'll for future future episodes this this season. So, season two, man. Here we are. We're here. And uh, episode so twenty one. We say uh, just a setup that trying to be more coming every week. We're gonna try to keep it more regular. Mm-hmm. Give you what you need. Uh, yeah, the season we're we're what we're still like a good month away. I think twenty two uh, days or something. Yeah, like that. but but we're getting close. So I got my my NBA League Pass subscription uh, ready to go. Got billed for that a couple days ago. Nice. Um, a little surprising. Came in a little early. I'm, I'm, take it easy. Just auto, auto, yeah. auto renew. Or at least give me. Yeah, they got the auto renewal. I mean, should get a nice email asking, but. <laughs> I always do it. Been doing it for years. (laughs) But uh, I think that's a wrap for us. This has been Let's Talk Knicks. And Marcus, I'll talk to you next time.